0: Hello fellow Cybertronians and welcome to Teletran Fun, where we're watching every episode of Transformers ever. I'm one of your hosts, Christopher Long from Long's Toys, and I'm joined, of course, by my good buddy Rai, a.k.a. Collector Shuki. How's it going, pal?
1: I don't know. <laughs> I know, right?
0: <laughs> this week is not great, but hopefully it will be done soon, and then we can have a weekend, and then I can have a Thanksgiving where I stay in my house and never leave ever. Sounds good to me. Uh this is episode 9 part B where we do the review of the episodes we watched last episode so we will be watching well should, sorry we will be reviewing uh G1 season 2 episodes The Autobot Run Atlantis Arise and Day of the Machines so those are episodes 23 24 and 25 respectively and uh yeah, they were okay, but before we get into all that, <laughs> we'll start with the pickups. So what did you get this week transformer-wise?
1: Uh a pretty nice amount um all things considered. So, uh trying to remember a vague order of this all happening. Uh on
2: Saturday it was Saturday. Yeah.
1: I got a Roadbuster uh, on oh, nice, Amazon because nice. Amazon had them for like $13 or something.
0: Oh, score. There you go. So I'm like, perfect. I'll just
1: get Roadbuster here. And uh then I forgot what day it was that you texted me that Walmart had Sunstreaker and Thunder Howl or Sunstreaker. And so I'm like, well, okay, I'll get Sunstreaker. And now I need to buy something else. And I was I was bouncing between Studio Series Cliff Jumper and uh Cyber or Bumblebee Cyberverse whatever. Uh Thunder because that would finish my little collection of that. And I'd be nice and done. So I'm like, okay, I'll just get Thunder Howl. It'll be fine. Uh turns out I should have got Cliff Jumper. Oh why? <laughs> Uh, cause was it the, ne- I don't think it was the next day. It was a couple days after.
2: Uh, did they cancel was it either?
1: literally Saturday? I didn't know. It was also
2: Saturday. Cause when did, did that happen late last week then? That uh, They had it. Yeah. I honestly don't remember.
1: It had to have been. Last week, that's weird. Anyway, uh, sense of time is absolutely fucked. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's fair. But it, it happened Saturday. I went and did the uh, grocery shopping, and so of course, I was at Meyer, and Meyer had uh, buy one, get one 50% off Transformers, and so I'm like, great, cool. And I look up, and there's Thunder Howl. <laughs> I'm like, of course. And so I look through their studio series, and they had Top Spin. So I'm like, great, I'll grab Top Spin. And I'm looking at the Transformers. I'm like, are you serious? Right now? <laughs> there was pretty much next to nothing that I wanted, and of course, Thunderhouse there at the front of the peg, laughing at me, going, "Hi, you bought me from Walmart." <laughs> uh, I ended up getting Movie One Bumblebee, uh, just because it's Bumblebee, and I can. Just add it to my box of
0: bumblebees. Your bumble box. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> and so like I know it it's fine for ten dollars. It is what it is. Um would it have been more convenient if I had ordered Cliff Jumper and then found Thunder Howl for ten dollars? Yes. But that is not how it happens. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I have a similar story when I, right. I get there. <laughs> so
1: so overall I got Roadbuster and Topspin, so my records are done. Uh I did get Thunder Howl, so uh uh McAdam is done. He's just hanging out on my desk here, being short and stumpy
0: uh, You got an order from Walmart that fast?
1: Uh, yeah. Everything was in stock, so. Oh wow. I looked out and then I I made sure things were like in stock when I was ordering them. I'm like, I'm not doing. Yeah, anything. they're
0: not. When they're in stock, you don't have too much trouble. But it's always the pre-orders that are weird.
1: And uh sunstreaker and sunstreaker is great. So, I mean, sunstreaker is just Wheeljack, but.
0: I'm glad you like them because you're about to get. Two more.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> In a pack
0: together. <laughs> that's right. Red, white, uh, and
1: yellow. <laughs> uh so I believe um that's it. I think I just got charged for bug bite. I know you did uh last time we recorded. I think you you mentioned yeah, that it.
0: thing is taking its sweet time. Um, I don't even think the tra- the status has changed.
1: But yeah, I, I gotta changed. I gotta charge this morning for like the 21 whatever that a, a deluxe would be. so mm-hmm. I, I think it's a bug bite. I don't know because nothing is updated but that is my guess going off of uh, what you said. The only other thing I think it could be is like Hot House. But I don't think
0: Hot House is shipping it. So Hot House, Hot House. Yeah I have no idea. Did, I think you should I mean if it was Entertainment Earth you should get an email.
1: Oh, this was Pulse.
0: Oh, you got Bug Bite from Pulse?
1: Yeah, all my shit's from Pulse.
0: Oh, then it, you probably won't because from Pulse, I think it's next month. Oh, Bug Bite's ch- early for entertainment. For yeah, you might, I mean, it might be... Maybe it's Hot House. I don't know. I haven't checked. Maybe I got charged too. I would also like Hot House. Hot
2: House. Hot House. I'll,
1: I'll, I'll see if anything got updated. uh, Yeah, I mean... That's it. I mean, it's not like there was more, but not really.
0: Alrighty. Um, I've been closing up on wave three. So first, I found Fast Track on Amazon, and that got here the other day. And then I, I think uh, Trailbreaker showed up from, or was on, showed up on Amazon, and I grabbed him real quick. And then Sunstreaker, I found on Walmart when I texted you, and they had put up, uh. It canceled my Alita 1, and then she went out for pre-order again. I don't know why. So I tried it again with Sunstreaker to get the free shipping, and then it got delayed, I think, immediately. Um, whatever. If they canceled again, whatever. I still got free shipping for Sunstreaker, <laughs> so it's better than nothing. Um, okay, so then that's those three. I found... What's the little... Uh, shield... Battlemaster two-headed dude called
2: Tabble. Double... Yeah,
0: whatever. Yep. You know who I'm talking about. <laughs> two-headed shield man. Esquire. Uh I found him at Target today. And I was while I was there, they had one trailbreaker and one run amok. And I'm like, okay, shit. Because what happened was Runamuck went up on Amazon one day and it said, I think it was like the 16th and it was like in stock on 11, 17. I'm like, oh shit, that's tomorrow. Cool, bye. And then, I, you know, it kept saying like, we'll get here Thursday by end of day. I'm like, okay. And so then I left the house today without checking to see if it had shipped or not. And I was like, shit, I don't know. So I'm holding it in my hand and I'm like, I don't know if this is shipped yet. You know what I mean? Like I didn't know what to do. and I didn't have my phone with me. So I was like, all right, I'll just leave it. And then I came home and Amazon was like, new delivery estimate for your package, two weeks. I'm like, fucking hell, son of a bitch. Like, <laughs> if I, had, I'm like, but you know what would have happened? If I would have bought it, it would have shipped and then i get stuck with two. Whereas if I didn't buy it, you know, like if this was a non COVID world, I would have just had my phone on me and I would have checked it in the store and then just canceled it. You know, I've done that before. I find something in the store I just canceled on Amazon, but I just didn't bring my phone with me. And, uh, so, yeah, so I should have just bought it, but what are you going to do? Uh, I mean, I'll get it eventually. I'm not worried about it, but it's probably going to be, like, the week after Thanksgiving, which it's fine. Like, I'm not, you know, dying for it. And then there's a possibility it'll come sooner, but we'll see how it goes. I just thought it was funny because it was the exact same kind of thing like you said, where you're like, I'm in the store. Should I buy this? I don't know, but I've already, you know, pledged to buy it somewhere else. Um... But I think, honestly, I think at this point, Runamuck is the only thing I'm missing from Wave 3. And then once that gets here, I'm done. And Cyberverse is kind of dead. So bring on Studio Series 86, baby. (laughs) I don't know when those are coming out, but that'll be the next thing probably that I buy. And like you said, there'll be other random... Did I mention, I think last time we both said that we got Prowl and and iron right yeah they're both pretty good um and i just reviewed the centurion drone which the uh the accessories i didn't realize how much stuff like when i didn't remember until i opened it like how much i was like oh yeah there's a cage for ravage and there's this and there's that so it's kind of a cool little thing it does have a lot of stuff Oh, and I think my Red Series Soundwave supposedly got here today. I haven't looked at oh, it yet. Oh,
1: yeah, those—I sh- th- I think those shipped for me.
0: I think all three of them shipped, but only the one got here, which is weird. But see, I think at this point I'm waiting on Lita One, Bumblebee, and Soundwave from Netflix for Walmart. And. I guess there's like Hothouse and the Diaclone 2 pack and the G2 stuff. So there's and Bug Bites on its way. So there's a lot of random stuff you know, like like weird loose ends for Earthrise. But uh, I don't know. They originally said Kingdom was like March, right? But that's going to show up in January, I bet. Or even oh, probably for sure, like even late next year. They're,
1: they're already done and starting to do the press send outs and stuff. So like it can't oh, be okay. too,
0: it can't be too far off. Yeah, I just think it's funny how, you know, everywhere else. I pre-ordered, um, which ones did I? Shit, I have to go back and look because I did pre-order a couple at Target just because they were having that sale that was like, spend $100 to get 25 off or whatever. So I was like, mm-hmm. hey, well, you know, I needed to pre-order Runabout. I needed some stuff. I think I did Megatron and I want to say Cheetor maybe. I have to go back and look so I don't accidentally buy because I saw Rat Trap and Vertebrae were on Amazon and they were just like ships in one to two months and I'm like that's interesting and then it changed to currently sold out or something like that so I was like hmm interesting <laughs> Did you, was that like a new pre-order thing or I don't know I mean I'm not really worried about it once they're out they're out and they'll be around but um, I guess I'll you know finish up the Wave 3 Deluxes and then beyond my way oh i still have to get thrust at some point too that probably won't be too bad
1: so i did some digging okay that charge from this morning is either hothouse bug bite black or or lightning collection green or z putty it's any of those five things
0: oh well i bet you it's not lightning collection yet i
1: don't think it's lightning
0: because those are labeled
1: for january but all three of those generation selects are listed for twelve one. So it's any of those three.
0: <laughs> oh really? Okay. Yeah. I'm sure you'll get an email that's like out for delivery. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing is sometimes they charge you like a week before they ship yeah. it. I don't know why, but well, stay tuned. Check check back next week, listeners, yeah. and find out what you got. Um we will see. <laughs> we shall see. Uh, But yeah, I think that pretty much wraps it up for me. I don't think I have any other Transformer stuff. Uh, Yeah, I don't think so. So let's move on to news. We have a small smattering of news, I believe.
1: Yep, not a whole lot. Um, The final Galactic Odyssey uh, set was revealed uh, to be... The Batropolis rescue mission and this is a really stupid set.
0: Metropolis. <laughs> uh,
1: featuring uh I don't think they changed their names. Um Oh really? Oh it's it's Overair. Ironworks is still Ironworks. Overair is the airwave redeco.
0: Overair? Yeah, we're gonna have to come up with better names for these. <laughs> uh
1: so it's it's the Ironworks mold and uh the the airwave mold. Uh Decoed to match Skylink's, which Ironworks does phenomenal.
0: Kinda. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> Ironworks is the red, white, and blue you would expect from Skylynx. Overair is just airwave slightly different. It it drops the ball on uh i uh, trying to you know, to be Skylinks, but.
0: The color scheme is way too similar to the original Airwave, which mm-hmm. is weird. Like, here's the thing. I really bitched about, you know, the color scheme not being super different for Punch Counterpunch and I stand by that. They didn't try to remold it at all or anything. But at least with Airwave, it's a, it's a faction change. And it's kind of like. Well, it's just more MicroMaster-based stuff. Like, at least we're changing the color slightly. It's another base or just track pieces. Or, you know what I'm saying? It's like fodder for you to build. It's like getting another box of Legos. Yes, it looks similar to the box of Legos that you have, but you can build something new with it. Does that make sense? So, Mm -hmm. like, I don't feel as bad about this, and I don't feel like I'm being taken advantage of because I love the little MicroMaster bases, so I'll take as many as you want to give me in whatever color schemes you want to give me just so that it gives me more to build with. I want to eventually make a crazy giant city, you know, for MicroMasters. So I do wish it was different. I don't know what they would pick. Maybe just focus a little bit more on the red and white color scheme like they did with Ironworks. I mean, if you're trying to stick to Skylink's colors, which again, I don't know why you'd have to. But if that's what you're trying to do, um, you know, could have just focused more on the the white, the blue and the red. Because... Ironworks is kind of like white and blue and red. And then he's like dark blue and gray. And I'm like, well, those are not Mm. the colors of Skylinks. So (laughs) I don't know. I just feel like if it was a little bit better, I'm still going to get it, but I feel like if it was a little better repeat, I'd be more excited about it. And it, uh, they
1: do come with redecos of the space shuttle duo and the, uh, the long the
0: truck two trucks
1: that <laughs>
0: <attach together. laughs> i don't know what they call them long truck dong i think he's from uh, pretty and pink <laughs> or 16 candles i can't remember <laughs> which one it is um but anyway yeah i think i do think that the the two red like that long truck repainted as a red fire truck i think that works i think that was a smart idea um I don't mind a repaint of the space shuttle, but it looks very similar to the one that already exists. It's not really that different. So again, they airwaved it and, uh, (laughs) I just wish these had a little bit more unique color schemes and then I'd be happy with it. Um, yeah. So let's review. So how Uh, many of these go
1: ahead? Just real quick. One of the press images shows, uh, double dealers. Yes. Whistle?
0: I brought this up before to you. Uh,
1: um, and it's just kind of there. It does look oddly photoshopped kind of. So I yeah. don't know.
0: I mean if the if like the space shuttle pegs onto that somehow, that's neat. I think that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um so we'll have to check in. I mean, like, we could check it out now. I have the other you know, the original piece. Yeah, of, I, like, say, I, I don't have out. the space shuttle guys still. I'm, I'll have to get back to you on that one, but um I think it's neat. Like it's not in any of the other photos, so I don't know if it's actually included in the set or not, so we'll see. Um but I think that's a neat it's a smart addition. I think that's kind of neat. To just yeah, like in if, there.
1: if the space shuttle guys plug into that, it works great as a little a booster.
0: Yeah, so fuel I, tank type. I, I, I think yeah. that's really
1: a really neat little inclusion if that's the case. But like we, like you said, it's not in any of the other shots.
0: So. <laughs> yeah. Um what I was gonna say is how many of these things have there been now? Six. Um, there's five altogether. There's five altogether. So the first one was Ratchet and Lifeline. Was the shattered glass one of them? Uh, no. That was just that was just uh, a separate uh, select. Okay, so the shattered Ratchet
1: glass, Ratchet was. No, that was the one with the uh, never mind. I'm just dumb. The the first one was Ratchet and Lifeline.
0: Right.
1: Um. The second one was
0: the second one revealed
1: was the was the mini cons or the micromasters
0: the autobot clones oh yeah yeah, yeah. that was supposed to be the third one but it was the second one yeah Um, and then the micromasters yeah the autobot
1: clones and then the micromasters and then uh barricade and punch counter punch
0: and then this one so that's it then this is done there's five yep this is the the galactic odyssey is over (laughs) Yeah, it was kind of a a shitty odyssey. I mean, they didn't pick up any moons. They didn't ride around in a flying (laughs) hat. None of that, you know? Um, Yeah, I mean, I like minicons. Fuck, I keep calling them minicons. I like the MicroMasters. I do it, too, though. I do it, too. I I like the MicroMaster pack. I like the additional bases, um, ratchet, you know, whatever. I'll take the crappy RC. At least it's a different color scheme. And, yeah, I guess the only one that I'm not super pumped for is the Punch, punch, and Barricade. I think I have all the others pre-ordered. Well, no, I already had the Autobot clones, so I, I didn't need that one. But at least that's just, like, a very easy pass, you know what I mean? It's not like, like, okay, this is something you might already have, but some people don't, and that's fine. And that's why I would have been fine with them re-releasing Punch counter punch, but then to lock it with a toy I actually do want, I think is lame, but I won't get into that whole thing again. Um <laughs> Okay. So yeah, do we have any more like uh anything else you want to say that before we move on to the next story?
1: No. It's there.
0: <laughs> it is there.
1: Uh so the this was part of a weird like double triple quadruple whatever fan first friday that they did last week Mm. um they showed off two new studio series reveals um for bayverse movie shit uh cybertronian bumblebee so we took jeep bumblebee remolded him (laughs) into cliff jumper and then repainted Cliffjumper with a new head into Cybertronian Bumblebee.
0: So we went. I don't even think it's a new head. head. I think they took the head from Jeep Bumblebee and he just popped it over to this. Is it? I don't know. He's got that like more like battle head, I'm pretty sure. I don't
1: remember Jeep Bumblebee's head sculpt.
0: Yeah, I don't. I'm I'm looking at it and I can't see it, but um, I, w- I kind of think it was. I think it was that. Just kind of battle-ready okay. head, which is what they put off on this. Off-Road Bumblebee? I don't even remember. Uh,
1: off, No, Off-Road Bumblebee had a normal ass head.
2: Did it? Okay.
1: Um, How close are you to the movie one that I have right here? Uh, no, you're still different. It might be a new head.
0: I just think it's funny that they, you know, that that mold has gone full circle. Oh, absolutely. It's, it went from B to a slightly different B. <laughs> uh, I
1: don't know. But,
0: oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna say, with uh, you're about to reveal the second one, so you go ahead, and I'll say something after that. Uh, okay.
1: Uh, yeah, the second one is I don't know if it's Dino or Dino. I don't know if he was ever actually fucking named in the movie. He was only in it for ten seconds. Uh, um is from Dark of the Moon, I think he's from. Uh
0: his I, name is his name is Dino, as in Dean No he was even in this movie.
1: <laughs> I vaguely remember his working name was supposed to be Mirage, but they didn't name him Mirage because he's not fucking Mirage.
0: He's a red. He car. literally has no characteristics. <laughs> the only thing that he shares in common with Mirage is that he's invisible for most of the movie.
1: <laughs> uh he reminds me a lot of i don't know if they share pieces or not but i'm probably just relating to the fact that it's a red car Uh, (laughs) so if you want to be super complete about your characters that were on the screen for 10 seconds there you go he finally has a toy i think he have i think he's had one toy ever and it was a legends class redeco of uh sideways i think
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like this they're really scraping the bottom of the barrel of the dregs of the Bayverse stuff. Like, <laughs> like, what do we do? I think that once they transition to 86, once they do the to death at 86, they're probably going to close that line down because there's really nothing less. And the thing that always drives me crazy is you go to these Fan First Fridays and, you know, they're like, okay, well, we're going to do the 86 movie seven, And the, the chat's just screaming, Bayverse! We need more Bayverse! We love it so much! And I'm just like, First of all, really? And second of all, didn't they already give you every damn possible thing? There's like 14 bumblebees in the line, first of all. And they've <laughs> repainted everything else. Like, we got two different ratchets. One was a slightly less green than the other one. I'm like, guys, we did it. It's complete. Like, what else could you possibly want? They even gave you Devastator. Like, I don't know what else to give you. <laughs> I'm like, I'm glad you like bavers. You got it all. Like, do 86 as your last, you know, hurrah because you can't think of anything else and then just shut it down. <laughs> this line can't last forever. Like, it just can't. There's a finite amount of characters that were in Transformers movies. That's what I'm saying. And the fact that you got us to rebuy most of these characters when we already had versions of them, like, that, that's you've already won. It was astounding <laughs> that you did it. So, I don't know. Um, yeah, these two, I just feel like they look okay. And, you know, if I'm at Target and there's nothing else and I want something and it's there, that's how I'll end up with these. Because I really don't think I care. I'm not going to be pre-ordering them or hunting them down. It's very much going to be a, oh, they got that red guy. All right, shit, let's go. Like, that's what's going to be. Like, like if I'm bored really, that day. Like, I, I don't really actively pre-order
1: anything studio series. I mean, the yeah. ones I'm interested in. But, uh. But, like, again, if I walk new Meyer and they're having a buy one, get one sale. Exactly. These are two prime candidates right here.
0: (laughs) Yeah, if you have, like, something good in your hand and you need a second one and you're like, well, Dino's here. (laughs) (laughs) yabba deba do. let's go. (laughs)
1: Uh, uh, Alongside them uh, was the, you called it, Ectotron repaint.
0: I know everyone got excited. what could it be that they don't really have a second vehicle? I'm like, guys, there's not going to be a second vehicle because I literally watched Lego do it like two days before where they're like, Look, we made a Lego Afterlife Ghostbuster Ecto One. And I'm like, Yeah, that's the same. <laughs> I will say, though, with that one, at least with the Lego one, like, I don't think it's minifigure scale. I think it's just a, a big car that you build and it looks neat. Like the first one they made. Was like somewhat in scale with the minifigures and came with minifigures. This one I think is just like like you know those Batman Batmobiles they're doing, where like it might come with minifigures, but it's not really to scale with them. Mm-hmm. I think it's like that because it's like two hundred bucks, and I'm like yeah. the first one was like sixty bucks, and that came with four minifigures and whatnot. So I would love them to do. I mean, I'm assuming they still have, and we're way off topic here because they are talking about Legos, but. Do more Ghostbuster Legos. Okay, back to to Transformers. So (laughs) when, you know, everyone's like, oh, what could it be? And I was like, well, they don't really, I mean, there's the Ecto-2 helicopter, but that's from, like, the real Ghostbusters cartoon. They're not doing that. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, hold on, Springer repaint, Ecto-2. It's like, no, 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 no. no." It's Springer repaint. So, like, I'm like, this has to be, you know, a slightly tweaked, you know, Ectotron. Plus, you know how they love their repaints. I mean, it was a foregone conclusion. But again, the fan first Friday was like, uh, Firehouse Metroplex, when? And I was like, Hmm, now hold on. There's an interesting idea. I will buy a Firehouse Metroplex. So, yeah. But I mean, it looks okay. I don't know. It comes with a comic book. They decided to do a new. A cover for the first issue of that Transformer Ghostbuster it was at least six months ago they ran that I feel like that was was before we all shut down so I want to say that
1: was before my comic shop closed
0: yeah so so I want to say that was that was
1: last year
0: yeah I think it was so it's probably been a year since this you know limited series came out and has been done but they're like here's a new number one cover that kind of looks like the 86 movie cover you're like yeah kind of does so i don't know this is going to be what i don't is this like in stores or is this just a pulse exclusive
1: uh target no uh target yeah target exclusive
0: oh okay so then i don't have to worry because it won't be anywhere (laughs) Correct. so i don't have to even consider buying this because it will be scalped to shit (laughs) yeah that's going to be if it really does show up in a store one day then i'll be it'll be the same as the other two we just talked about yeah, like, I'm perfect uh, All right.
1: the first one, so I don't need yeah. the one. But if I see it, uh, I might grab it.
0: I like the first one a lot. I was really excited when they announced it. I think they did a great job with it. And like I said, I don't think this one's bad. I just think, you know, it's not different enough to have me super excited for it. But, I'm, you know, again, if it works out and I get it, I get it. Um, but I think we have another crossover that we should talk about.
1: Uh, Yeah, I will jump right to that. And that's... This one was teased and then announced in the span of 24 hours.
0: Yeah, it was really, it was like, you guys should be excited for this. Oh, when's it happening? Right now. Okay.
1: <laughs> oh. uh, so they teased a X-Men and Transformers uh, collab, which was very exciting because uh, it couldn't be as bad as most of the Marvel Transformers that they did. Um, and... <laughs> so they everyone was like that's oh, probably gonna be the blackbird like it's just it's the obvious thing for them to do
0: oh, and it was gonna be the blackbird did you have any idea it was gonna be professor x's fancy wheelchair i mean oh, no one God. saw that coming yeah, no one it's like a transformer that turns into his fancy wheelchair i don't know how i feel about this <laughs> i love it it's a great idea it's very Does inclusive them? Do they just like all day they're having adventures <laughs> And, like, they're friends because he can't read his mind because he's a robot, so it's, like, a break for him, you know? He doesn't have to hear all his constant weird thoughts. I don't know, man. I'm here for this story. I... This is a buddy cop movie waiting to happen. I'm just saying, you know, don't sleep on this, Hasbro. That's all I'm saying. I love this idea. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's the Blackbird.
1: Uh, and so I, I saw a lot of uh, talk about maybe being the Snapdragon mold uh because it's yeah where it's, was
0: that coming from it's vaguely it,
1: just, it was the only thing people could think of that was slightly blackbird shaped
0: uh oh just okay because because immediately you say snapdragon i'm thinking of the dragon mode i'm like what well, doesn't make any sense but because of the the jet mode duh.
1: yeah and uh so no one really considered studio series on the table because it is a very heavy uh in robot mode anyway The the jet mode is very much very similar Uh, But a remold of Studio Series Jeffire. So that is neat because it's a very accurate-looking Blackbird.
0: Um, So this is interesting to me for several reasons. Okay, first of all, now you have it in my head that there's a Snapdragon repaint out there with a Wolverine headmaster, and I'm swirling on that. But anyway, um, so I think it's like when anyone says the Blackbird to me, I immediately think of the 90s cartoon Blackbird with those wings at the side that face front. Yeah, yeah. So like that's what I was looking for, like envisioning in my head. And then when they're like, here's the blackbird, I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Like that's I think in the first in first class, that's what it looked like. And that's like an actual Blackbird jet. Like I get it. But um it's definitely the color scheme of the 90s Blackbird. And the windows are even pink in the front, just like the 90s one. So I'm like, I see what you did there. So you took elements of both. It's kind of neat. So I'm (laughs) I'm loving that part of it. Um and then for to give the robot mode like all of these weird like it's got a, a, a Cyclops visor and like a Psylocke energy weapon and claws <laughs> you can pop onto the one hand like it's it's all over the place. It's nuts.
1: Uh, oh god, I looked at that one singular stock image and I lost it. Um looking at the nicer stock images. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, like, the the right arm is Psylocke's, uh, I don't know, technical terms with the blade that Psylocke has. Yes. And then the, the left arm is Wolverine Claws, and then it's designed like Cyclops, so it has, like, a flip-down visor, and someone said, like, that, little strap thing with deadpool's i guess yeah i saw that too but i don't know what that means i have no idea but it's got cyclops's little utility belt pouch thing and i love it (laughs) Um, but it looks great uh studio series Jetfire is a good mold uh so i'm excited on it being a robot that can stand up properly
0: do you think it can combine with prime uh no (laughs) could you imagine i would love that (laughs) <laughs> the dead
1: carcass of robo cyclops <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: get him prime
1: ouch uh, and it also includes a little tiny wolverine and saber tooth.
0: yes those things are hilarious because right away my mind went to those toy biz pocket comics did you ever have any of those i don't think so i loved the shit out of them i had all of them well most of them but basically all it was, was it was a little plastic. It was like a Polly Pocket type thing, right? Remember when that was, I mean, Power Rangers was doing yeah, it. Mighty yeah, Mix. I, I had a bunch of different ones. Everyone was doing it. It was all the craze. So it was called Pocket Comics. It was made by Toy Biz. And it was a little black rectangle. And the front had a cover of a famous uh, you know, Marvel comic book. And then on the back, I think it had the same cover, but it was a trading card you could pull out and like slid into the sleeve on the back. But anyway, you opened them up like a Polly Pocket. And there's a little scene from the comic book. One of them was like Wolverine versus Sabretooth. One of them was like Cyclops, Magneto, whatever, whatever. And uh, they same the kind of thing. Little one-inch figures, maybe like they had a waist articulation. That was it. Little, you know, PVC figures. But it, they were neat. Like I think it was like, you know, seven or eight bucks to get one of these things. And you got these cool little X-Men dudes. And I loved the shit out of them. And then when this thing – and then they eventually made them for Spider-Man and everything. Um, so they eventually, when I saw these pictures and I saw the little Wolverine Saber drew, immediately I was like, it's it's exactly like those things. Like, I can't wait to get this and go find those because I have them still, and then be like, here they are next to each other. They're basically the same thing. This is amazing. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Now I want all of them. Just keep making them. Just do more, <laughs> like do like Wolverine's Jeep, you know, as a transformer, you know, like a hound repaint, Wolverine's Jeep, whatever, and then and give me some more, then they can ride in it. And then give me some like X Men headmasters. I'm here for all of it. <sighs> <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. So I don't know. It's coming out around March, I think. Somewhere in that time frame.
0: Uh, They're amassing quite the collection of uh, crossovers here. I think it's pretty yeah, neat. They, they keep
1: pumping them out, and I'm I'm here for it. Like the Maverick is the only one I really haven't liked, but
0: I'm not like a huge Top Gun fan. I pre-ordered that, and it just got delayed into Oblivion. I don't even know when that's happening, so oh, I don't know what's going on with that. But, uh, I mean, Ecto-1 was great. I don't have Gigawatt yet, but it, again, delayed to whenever, but eventually I'll get it. I should have traded When I saw people were getting it from GameStop, I should have switched over, but I didn't, but whatever. Uh, like you said, Top Gun, now X-Men. They did Star Wars a long time ago. I don't know if they would bother to get into that again. I don't know. Um... What else do you think they could really do though? Like if you think of like classic movie cars or like TV cars. I mean, I would love a Batmobile, but I don't think they're
1: going to get rights for that. Uh that would be really cool. A Batmobile would be really cool. Um There was one that I really wanted. I'm trying to remember what the hell it was now.
0: I would take a mystery machine.
1: That would be dope. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That would be a really cool
0: um the Jurassic Park Jeep would be really cool. Dude, Dude, I want that, the tour vehicle, the green car. Okay. Hasbro. Well, no, first of all, Mattel has, I forgot. They don't have Jurassic Park anymore. I was thinking this could work, but now Mattel has it back. Anyway, Mattel make the goddamn tour vehicle in the 3.75 inch scale. Like the rest of the, they made that Jeep and it was wonderful. And then you just stopped it. Um, yeah, I forgot they don't have, so what do they have? They have ghostbusters. They have X-Men power Rangers. I mean, you could do like transforming Zords. I'm sure they will eventually, but I don't know how excited I am for that. That's not like a super iconic. I don't know. I don't
2: like.
0: I would look. I would. I would. Might be interested, but that's not like at the forefront of my wish list for sure. <laughs> I mean, you could definitely do a lot of different X Men stuff. I think if this first one does well, but can I get? I'm trying to think. yeah that's right you need you need professor x's chair um i don't know i was trying to think about like maybe spider-man but i'm like they always do that like when i was a kid and they're like hey look it's a car for superman (laughs) what why the fuck does he need a car the man can fly what does he fucking need a car for they're like here's a motorcycle for spider-man i'm like again he web swings i'm like maybe if he's stuck out in the country somewhere and there's nothing to swing from but then wouldn't he just, like, get on a bus as Peter Parker? Like, I don't get it. Like, I don't know why he needs a motorcycle or a car or something. Or, like, the best one I ever saw was a motorcycle for the Flash. Nope. Don't need that. That is unnecessary, <laughs> Sorry. sir. But then again, I mean, the Wonder Woman's invisible jet, another one that doesn't make sense to me. Although I feel like, did Wonder Woman always fly? Because I feel like they go back and forth on that.
1: I, I have no idea
0: when that started, to be honest. Yeah, I don't know either. I'd have to look. I'd have to do some research. She probably didn't always fly, and that's where the invisible jet came into play. But that's got to be a bitch when you like, go into the store and you can't come out. You know, I don't remember where I parked, and I can see my car. Now you're going to make it invisible? Like, I'm fucked. There's no way I'm finding that car in a parking lot. Come on now. Um, anyway, do we? I, did you have any other suggestions for well, classic cars?
1: Not offhand. Like I said, there there was one that was in my head that I thought would be really cool, and I don't remember what it was. So,
2: <laughs> That's fair.
1: No idea.
0: <laughs> we have any other news stories?
1: Um, we do have the fact that uh, the director of is a director, yes, director of the Creed movies. Um, oh really? He was tapped to do the next uh, Bumblebee Transformers movie universe movie.
0: Ooh, I liked Creed. So that should be good. I can't remember his name now. Uh, Stephen
1: Capel. Capel. I I don't know how to say it, but
2: oh, Stephen Capel right.
1: Jr. or Capel Jr.
0: He uh, he did okay. he did Creed too. Oh, he didn't do Creed 1. Okay, I was just saying because I felt like there was someone different. Yeah, he did Creed 2. I thought Stallone did Creed 2. Maybe he just wrote Creed 2. I I don't know. know. This is is not a Rocky podcast, (laughs) although I could do a Rocky podcast. Um, Yeah. So anyway, that's news. We'll see how that goes.
1: And uh, apparently the Bumblebee Universe movie beat out the potential beast wars
0: movie oh was one or the other
1: i i I guess they were doing them both and one would win and that (laughs) one
0: i mean it makes sense i was kind of hoping they would just get the same guy because i really like what he did with the first one but yeah me too we'll see what i would assume that this will probably open it up and introduce more characters than just only bumblebee the whole time but we'll see how it goes i wonder if they'll even bring What's her name back? Probably would, I would think. She was good in the first one.
1: Yeah, it depends on what they want to do for the story. But I don't see why
0: they wouldn't. I just want to go back. I want to bring that kid back with the fro, because I saw he had GoBots in his house. Like, I want to go <laughs> like, get back into I want to revisit this. I saw he had GoBots uh all right well yeah i mean anytime it's like with the power rangers users, they're like oh this person's gonna do this and direct this and i'm just like that doesn't mean anything <laughs> I, I never get excited about like oh here's the director this guy's gonna write it i'm like it doesn't mean anything wait till i can watch it and then i'll tell you if that was a good idea or not. <laughs> so yeah is that it or is there anything else um
1: the only thing i did want to mention briefly is that it was uh, announced today that uh, Kirby Morrow passed
0: away? Yeah,
1: and that is sad because he has done a lot of things. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, he um, I I obviously you know I probably know him best as like Troa from Gundam Wing. One mm-hmm. of the things that I you know, and it would be it would be one of those deals where I would hear his voice in something else, and I'm like, oh, it's Troa. Like, right. you know what I mean? Like, I didn't know, cause I don't know all the voice actors names, but you know, I can recognize the voice and I, and I would hear him and all these other things. And I was just like, you know, he did it. He did a lot of stuff and he was great, but I had no idea like the Ninjago community until he passed away. And everyone's like, Oh my God, you know, Ninjago's ruined and what are we going to do? And I'm just like, they're like, what about season 17? I'm like season 17 of Ninjago? What the fuck season 17 of Ninjago? Or is this happening? <laughs> All right. So, I mean, Hey, you know, he was beloved by all sorely missed. You know, he, he was amazing. I just think it's funny how he's obviously been in the business a while because he meant so many different things to different people, which was Mm -hmm. the point I was trying to make. Like, you know, to me, he was tro from Gundam wing, which was 99, 2000. And then, you know, to this day, 20 years later, he's, he's Cole. I want to say to from Ninjago, and uh, that's cool. Like, that's awesome to have such an impact over such a career. That's that's really cool. So, it you know, I, they didn't release what happened to him or any specifics. But, you know, he was young, and, and that's terrible. That really sucks.
1: And that would be the last one.
0: So, awkward segue.
1: Mm-hmm. Now we're going to review these
0: episodes. <laughs> um, we're starting with episode 23, The Autobot Run another ACOM special. Oh boy. I think this is the second of three ACOM episodes with the next and last one being the core in a couple episodes. Um, But this is the one I always think of when, when I hear the immobilizer. So the immobilizer literally freezes you in place. This one, they build an array that locks them in their alt mode. So they, uh, I think they're all doing some race for charity. You know, uh, they show up and overhead, and I think Skywarp warps in and pulls the thing out of his Toku pocket, and because I mean, it's not just like a, a handheld ray; it's like it's got a pedestal. It's like it's, a whole it's, thing. It's a whole thing. If anyone, honestly, what it reminds me of of anyone out there is the same age as me, uh, the Castle Grayskull playset for He-Man in the top right parapet. There is like a gray gun on top of a yellow stand. And this thing looks exactly the same to me as that. So if anyone knows what I'm talking about. Um, but anyways, it's a, it's a massive thing. And he just like shows up overhead and he zaps him with it. And then they can't transform. And then like they put up no fight whatsoever. The Decepticons just like start blasting them in the hood of their car. And they're all just like, oh, no. And then they just go like, try to drive to the side and then they shoot out their tires. So, yeah, it's not great. And um now, see, if this happened to the Beast Wars, I feel like they'd, they'd have a chance. The Maximals would have a chance still. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that's, that's literally the episode. I think a handful of Autobots are left at the base. Chip's back. We just got done talking about how we, we don't know what the hell happened to him. He's just back. No explanation where he's been. And he helps, I guess, the usual suspects, Ratchet and Wheeljack. I feel like they're always like, Ratchet and Wheeljack, you can't come do anything fun. Because if the shit hits the fan, you have to invent the gizmo that saves the day. So we're all going out to have a good time. Stay here in case something happens. <laughs> you are not allowed to have fun. <laughs> yeah, the only time Ratchet had a good time was when the volcano erupted. And he got to ride out the top. Whee! <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, so, the you know, Chip and Wheeljack and, and Ratchet come up with some kind of grenade thing that they, like, throw into the center of all the Autobots and it goes off and emits a ray and um releases them and then they transform fight and it, it's over. But um you get a little constructicons, you get a little Devastator, uh which apparently there's like a, a contract that, you know, or stipulation that Acom every episode they do will have Devastator in it because that did happen. <laughs> Yeah, so I, it it's a okay episode. Like I said, it's for whatever reason it's one I always remember It's the big goofy ray that locks them in their alt modes. But I mean, not not a ton of substance to this one. Do you what do you want to you want to jump in here?
1: Uh it was a thing that we watched. <laughs> uh not a whole lot into it uh there was that weird wild west town that they
0: just had <laughs> yeah shout out to the uh, so <laughs> when they first stand in it, it looks like it's in scale with them and i'm like who built a robot-sized wild west town out in the middle of nowhere but then like the more they interact with it or like i think at one point one of the transformers gets like thrown into you know one of the buildings or something like that and you can kind of see that it's it's a normal size, like it's for humans, Wild West town, but still, it's just out in the middle of nowhere. And like when you first see it, there's like four buildings total. So you're like, what was this? Like a movie production or something? And then like later on, there's like 20 buildings. So you're like, I don't know what the hell's going on with this ghost town that they decide to hole up in. But uh, also, there's no roads anywhere unless you're on the highway in Transformers. Like if you are in a rocky area, buildings but no roads. You know, or any kind of like the time they had the the like secret rocket base. Just literally, it was rocky terrain, military base, no road leading up to it. You know, no paved area, no runway, nothing. Um, and then with with this, it was the same kind of thing. It was just this. I mean, I guess if it really was an old west town, like literally from back in the day, it wouldn't have roads. That makes sense, but. I don't know. It was also just a weird setting to pull out of your ass for a random confrontation. I don't know. It's weird. It was fun. I liked it, but it was weird.
1: (laughs) The wiki says that this was Roller's third and final appearance.
0: Oh. Let's see. He was definitely in the first three-parter. He was in uh, Day of the... or What was it? Attack of the Autobots when Prime separated into his three components, which I still don't think makes any sense. And then this one. And then this one he he I don't even remember why he got him out. I don't either. I think it was because he couldn't he couldn't transform, so he was like, Well, let's just throw everything at him. Here's roller.
1: It also says this was the first episode where the Transformers formally referred themselves as Transformers.
0: Oh, I guess should probably makes some quip
2: about not being able to transform.
0: Uh, yeah, that's yeah, thing. <laughs> yeah, there's not a ton. Oh, I do. I want to shout out to. Um, I think there's literally they switch the color schemes for Sunstreaker and Sideswipe a couple times in the, in this episode, which is funny because that's what their original Diaclone color schemes were. I don't know why they decided to switch them when they brought to america we'll but toys of that. what'd you say i said we'll have toys of that yeah i mean tiger track <laughs> tiger track already... yeah he's already out and um the the red sunstreaker will be happening soon in the two pack with a white sunstreaker you probably have names on. i still know them yeah i don't know there's not there's not too much going on here it's a Pretty quick, like basic premise filler type episode, but you know you get some some constructicons
2: and there's
0: not really too much going on in this one. Anything it else was, you want to add? It was what it was. <laughs> it wasn't bad, you know. I mean, I will say that Acom they start out okay, and then by the end, the animation started to get pretty rough. <laughs> I don't know what it is about Acom; They're just not that great. But uh, it was an interesting idea. You know, the premise is very fillery, though. I mean, by the end of the episode, everything's back to normal and nothing matters. But it was an interesting idea. But moving on to episode 24, Atlantis Arise. I really like this episode. This is one that I always... Like, if I'm just like, I'm going to throw on some random G1 episodes and make my way through... And I'm picking and choosing. You know, what do I remember as being good? I always watch this one. Like this one, I really like. Good visuals, good premise. Um, they randomly discover this this underwater civilization, uh, Atlantis, and there's these, but they're called sub-Atlanticans. So, I don't know. In any case, they're fish people, and uh, I guess so the Autobots discover them first, and then or the I can't remember who finds them first, but anyway, the Decepticons end up partnering with them because they have a ton of energon uh, producing like natural occurrences. Like there's like erupting, what would you call it? Like thermal eruptions or something near where the base is situated underwater. So there are all these different natural occurrences that they can use to produce energon. So the Decepticons mm-hmm. partner with them. They get a bunch of energon until they can raise the city so that they can use it as like a base, I guess, to conquer. But I'm like, if all of your energon producing areas are underwater, why would you move the city? Like I would think <laughs> keep this place where it is, you know, use it as a base to continually like just turn it into an Energon factory and then build yourself a second warship or or mobile platform or what. I mean, you know how the Decepticons build stuff in 45 seconds. They're literally just like, we needed a new battle platform. There it is. And it's done. And then they just get on and start doing stuff. I mean, they built like a whole new New York City in 22 minutes with that City of Steel episode. So that aside. Basically, they start trying to take over Washington, D.C. Um I guess they you know it's the stronghold of the United States, but I re- at this point, if you're just if you're giant robots trying to take over America, I don't really think it matters if you hold the capital or not. I'll be honest. I think we're going to be collectively shitting our pants and trying to throw whatever uh... but that's the the funniest thing, and I always talk about this with transformers. You'll be watching it and and you know these robots exist somewhere in our country. People have seen them. They must have made the local news in the area where they exist. Well, as soon as the government gets tipped off, they're going to investigate. Maybe they make a partnership with the Autobots. You know, like kind of like what's happened in the Bay movies, right? But then you'll see, like, people are like, oh, what's that? Oh, there's a large robot. Like, you're telling me there's anyone in this country who doesn't know that the Transformers exist? Giant robot aliens have come to the planet, had several adventures by now. <laughs> so much collateral damage, you can't even, you know, wrap your head around it. And there's still people who are just like, "Oh, what's that? It's a big robot." Okay, like transformers are it, a hoax. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. Oh god, the parallels are uncanny. But anyway, I'm just saying it's weird to me that whenever they like have people on the show who are just like, "What's that?" You know, it would be like if I saw a wolf just because i don't see them very often i still know what a wolf is you know what i mean like i wouldn't be like at the zoo and What's be like this? terrified oh my god you know it just doesn't make sense to me but i'm getting wildly <laughs> off topic uh you get some quality dinobots in this episode they ha- they play football in the beginning which is ridiculous but i love it so they have a football scene um then they get called to investigate. Some of the Autobots get captured. Then they call in the Dinobots. They all fight in Washington, D.C. They put a force field over D.C. to keep them out, and the, the Dinobots just bite their way through it. I think it's hysterical, but I'm like, that's not how force fields work. I don't know how you guys know, <laughs> snow, but it, it should if be you like Bite a, it hard enough, it'll yeah. break. I'm like, to you, they put a glass dome over it, but whatever. Um, but, yeah, you get some great... Uh, dinobot stuff then they go back to atlantis there's a final fight there the whole thing explodes um i just again i love the mass shifting because like at one point prime like backs his trailer up and all the dinobots walk out of it and i'm like then they transform and and you know grimlock is like five feet taller than prime and i'm like but he fit in your trailer (laughs) all right whatever let's go with it but it's a really fun episode Yeah, it's weird. So, like, they never really pay attention to that. Also, this is the episode where they get the skis on their cars. So, Earthrise Cliff Jumper, you're welcome. <laughs> I'm sorry. Earthrise Cliff Jumper, Bug Bite, Hubcap, Bumblebee. <laughs>
1: Everybody.
0: All of them.
1: My, my favorite thing in this episode is Megatron removing Abraham Lincoln from the Lincoln yes.
0: Monument. Yes, he goes to the Lincoln Memorial and just lifts him out of the chair and then he's like, this will make a fine throne. <laughs> it's the best moment ever. The, it, honestly, the only moment that's slightly better is when they have to put Lincoln back and two Autobots each grab a side of him. And then they just run at the chair as fast as possible and like smash him back up into it. And I'm just like, why? what so much force to put that back on, there. like, why didn't they just pick it up and sit it? Like Megatron was more ginger, ginger with it when he took it down. You know what I mean? Like, you <laughs> should and maybe they just like sped up the scene for timing or whatever. But like, go back and watch that part where they're just like, ah, get back in
1: there, smash!" <laughs> this uh, isn't a to...
0: fragile stone or anything. Yes, yeah, right. It would smash. When we get to see Buzzsaw. I was very excited. It's like you know, every once in a while you get to see Frenzy, but I think this is the first time you get to see Buzzsaw. I'm gonna look it up and see if they ever. He, if they he mentioned... got to be
1: named, at least
2: if he if, if he appeared before he wasn't named.
0: They have in <laughs> they have in fact seen the last of Nergal the <laughs> Trivia <six>. <laughs> <laughs> Like I'm sure we haven't seen the last of him. Oh uh, no, actually yes, yes, <laughs> you actually did. Uh.
1: The Lincoln Memorial is strangely Megatron-sized. Also, the statue part just comes right off. Who knew?
0: <laughs> oh, I think this is interesting. It says when played back at slower speed, Nurgle says telep- telepathically, "Never mind. Put your weapons away. We don't want them on guard. Take no aggressive action. They suspect." So I guess someone actually slowed down that chipmunk music. That's interesting. I'm impressed. <laughs> See, so, yeah, I'm not, I'm not seeing. I, I thought they would talk about, like, usually they'll say something like, "This is the first and only appearance of Buzzsaw." I don't know if he comes back ever again. Mm, yeah, I don't know. we'll have to look into it later. But yeah, I like I said, I always like this episode. I feel like there's a lot of good action. The fight in in DC with the Dinobots is really good. Um, the fight, really, like all the underwater scenes around Atlantis are really cool. There's one scene, I can't remember what they're doing, but I think Wheeljack is, oh, Wheeljack's about to be captured. And they're like all on this mountain. Like, you know, basically like they're all positioned, like you'd want to position your action figures, like Megatron's in the front and then Nurgle's here and Starscream. And they're all just like, it's just a really cool shot. I don't know why it's just kind of striking to me, but I really like that. So yeah, I don't know. I just think, I think it's good animation, good action, decent story. You know what I mean? It doesn't have a a ton of like crazy plot, but it has enough plot that you follow it and it makes sense. So I think it's one of the better episodes. I like it a lot. Do you have anything else you want to add?
1: <laughs> Nothing substantial.
0: <laughs> what, was he laughing at something? Uh,
1: I'm, just, I'm just looking at the captions.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, shout out to TF Wiki. There, uh, <laughs> there's screenshots.
1: There's this one of an animation error, where there's two Optimus Primes running towards the the yes. monument, and this Prime uses budding to hold up the Washington <laughs> Monument.
0: I also like the picture of uh, Spike in the scuba suit, and it just says. <laughs> then again, look at how ripped he is. Maybe he is superhuman. Uh. <laughs>
2: good
1: stuff i did look up buzzsaw and i don't think tf Wiggy has a full list but in his little bio for uh, the g1 cartoon continuity uh he's in city of steel atlantis arise the insecticon syndrome and auto berserk oh
0: really i don't remember him in city of steel
1: Uh, It says, Buzzsaw first saw duty on Earth during the Suptakon plot to transform New York City into new Cybertron, appearing with Laserbeak to strafe Bumblebee and Spike on the roof of the Constructicons' newly constructed skyscraper. That was
0: it. (laughs) I think Frenzy was in that one, too, so that was a big day for the cassettes. (laughs)
1: It was a big day for you
0: guys. (laughs) All right, next up, we will move on to our final episode to review tonight uh day of the machines episode 25 i have to admit before we watch this i did not remember this episode at all <laughs> the other two i definitely remembered this one i was just like i don't I... remember this existing whatsoever yeah i i mean i did not remember it um basically there the there's a big computer that you know some laboratory has created called torque three um and its face looks like the master control program from Tron. I feel like that's not a, not a coincidence. (laughs) It's like a cross between the master control program and Krang from Ninja Turtles, basically. Um, So this computer is like a supercomputer and Megatron walks in with a a box of computer chips. And he's just like, what's up machine. You want to work for me now? And the machine's like straight, straight, let's do this. And so Megatron's (laughs) like, He's like, I brought this box of computer chips and uh, I'm going to slap them on various devices and then you can control them. Cool. So he literally just starts Pretty like, cool. and of course, like they turn slightly to the left and there's a whole room of weird machines. Like out of that, there's that scene in the I think the second episode of Ninja Turtles where they, they go to the Technodrome and there's that room with all the really strange like Dimension X robots that they have to fight it's literally like that room just off to the left and Megatron just starts slapping microchips on all of them. And then I guess I thought this was a laboratory, but apparently it's a military base. Cause there's also a large number of tanks and other vehicles. So they put chips on all of them as well. So now this guy's this weird computer is controlling all of them and the Autobots show up and they have to fight all the tanks and whatnot. And, um, I forget even how this ends. So they send they send Skyfire. Where do they send Skyfire? There was there's a boat. Yes, they have a bunch of oil tankers that they're sending to the underground Decepticon base so that they, they can get just... trapped in the oil tankers.
1: And they need to rescue. They need to go back for Jetfire and Bumblebee or whoever
0: was there. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, they send like two people down to this, and that was the thing I think I said during the episode where it was like. We know there's going to be a ton of Decepticons. Send two Autobots. We're going to go see what's up with this computer. Send 40 Autobots. <laughs> like, it made no sense to me. But it, I guess it turned out because they had to fight a ton of tanks and, and various weaponry. So it worked out. But then they there's some point where Prime finds, like, one of the chips that's either broken or malfunctioned or for whatever reason it stopped working. And he like hides it in his arm, he's got this weird like cubby hole above his wrist that he puts it in, and uh then later on, when he gets captured by the machines, he like gives it to the robot so that the robot puts it on him, thinking he'll be controlled, but it was a dummy one, and I'm just like, all right, that's a weird, convenient explanation, but all right, fine, I'll go with it and then I guess he gets close enough to turn the machine off, and uh once he turns the machine off, then they can get all the boats out of there. And then I think there's like a final fight with the it because Megatron's built some like, you know, oil rig out in the middle of the ocean to have all the ships pull into so he can start pumping them for energon and whatnot. And I guess they blow that platform up and that's kind of the end. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's funny because I think at one point they also called the Dinobots in to help them with the tanks and stuff. So that's good. Uh, and you get Skyfire, which again, there's all these Skyfire episodes I really don't remember at all. Like, <laughs> whenever I think of G1, I'm like, Skyfire's in two episodes. Why didn't they use them more? And it's like, no, asshole, there's like 40 episodes of Skyfire. <laughs> you just never watch them. Oh, okay. They used them more, then good. <laughs> so. That is the truth. Yeah, it really is. Like, every time we're watching an episode, I'm just like, oh shit, Skyfire's back. <laughs> like, this one was okay. I, I mean, there's a lot of action. You know, there's literally like they go back and forth between two different fights and you get a lot of good, uh, you know, blowing up random tanks, which is always fun because then you can actually watch things explode because when they're fighting each other, you can't kill anybody. So, Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, I don't remember this one at all, but I thought it was a neat idea and you definitely get a lot of action. You get some good Skyfire, Dinobots, all kinds of good stuff. I thought it was pretty fun.
1: It was definitely an odd one.
2: It says the original name for this episode was The Machine
0: Rebellion.
2: Oh, spooky.
0: It says, script David Wise had previously used the concept of a computer able to remote control machinery being taken over by a villain in He-Man, the Masters of the Universe episode, Day of the Machines, same title. <laughs> Elements from that He-Man episode would further be cannibalized by Wise for the Transformer episode, Microbots and Kremizik. Later Wise written Defenders of the Earth episode, Odd and Tweak. Reused elements of the story, namely a Torque 3 lookalike, an evil slipper computer personalized by a giant ugly face on the screen that remotely influences other machines and dares the heroes to enter its lair. Wise's New Adventures of Speed Racer episode, Boss, recycled these ideas once more, depicting a cybernetic villain installing remote command devices on other machines to control them. And lastly, his Mighty Ducks episodes, the (laughs) return of Dr. Droid, recycled story elements yet again, with an evil computer that takes control of various machines and makes them attack the heroes. The Mighty Ducks, damn, dude. (laughs) He's been around for a minute. (laughs) I never got that. I was like, okay, lovable ragtag kids hockey team, we call them the Mighty Ducks. That's cute. How do we make this into toys? Uh, anthropomorphic duck people who fight crime in outer space? Damn it, Johnson, you're getting a raise. It just makes so no a sense to sense. How did you get from A to B on that one? <laughs> I just don't get it. You don't get it. But it happened. It's a thing that happened. <laughs> and apparently... There was a Doctor Droid involved. Anyway, um, yeah. So, so I think it's hilarious that he used this this you know premise like seventy times throughout various uh, cartoons over the years. But it's not ripping off if you rip off yourself. I guess that's true. Yeah. I mean, if you can get paid to use the same story eight times, respect the hustle, man. Do it. Up. <laughs> in in the
1: technical errors section. Says, Slag sure does spend a lot of time staring at the machines, growling, and very pointedly moving his mouth. <laughs> There's missing dialogue.
0: That, they didn't oh, that would put make in. sense. Yeah, I think he, he's probably he saying, didn't we whole... do this one before on a He-Man episode? <laughs> cut that out, cut that out. <laughs> um, he's on to us. <laughs> uh Yeah, Lots of good nonsense. <laughs> in the extended scene, hold on. The Autobots disappear from the story after their one battle, despite the fact that the Autobots meet more resistance before they reach Torque 3. Also curious is Swoop's total absence. In an extended scene in the shooting script, once Optimus Prime rescues the two scientists with Sludge's boost, Grimlock asks if the Autobots need any more help. Optimus Prime indicates they have everything under control and Grimlock orders the Dinobots away. And then it says, (laughs) quote, till next time Autobots get in nickel-plated pickle enjoying his own joke. Why was that cut?
2: That's lovely.
0: That is gold, sir. He's like, hold on, I got to save this for new adventures of He-Man, nickel-plated pickle.
1: (laughs) I I love how sassy grimlock is about just always needing to help
0: yeah he's like you guys suck i have to come bail <laughs> you out again you suck
1: Goes goes full on cliff jumper with mirage <laughs> grimlock like did you know the autobots suck
2: ass every time we come in and
0: rescue them <laughs> it's pretty fantastic It's funny to think about characters like the Dinobots who have literally been around since the first season and like all the different characters they've interacted with along the way, like, you know, Optimus Prime and all these season one and season two uh, Transformers. But then like, you know, season three comes along and I always find it funny, like such a hodgepodge of characters, like how did they sit down and think? Okay, look, most of these are going to be new characters because we got to sell new toys, but we got to take a couple from the past and sprinkle them through. And, like, you know, obviously the Dinobots, you know, lasted and got transitioned over. But then you have people like on the fringe, like Blaster and Perceptor, who kind of came in the middle of season two, so they survived into season three. Like, I just think it's funny. Mm -hmm. And then I go back and think about like Headmasters. Like, the movie happened in Japan, right? Because in Headmasters, they're like, now we go to Earth. where are Ultra Magnus and, uh, you know, Prowl and Sideswipe and a bunch of other people you haven't looked at or talked about. Or didn't you die in the movie? No, no, no. Here they are just <laughs> hanging out at the arc still. <laughs> it's like, okay, let's do it. Let's do it, Japan. Japan is like, no, like, no one died. <laughs> there are definitely characters that didn't die that just never get mentioned once you get to season three. You know what I mean? Like Sunstreaker, Sideswipe, Trailblazer. These people just... Trailblazer. yeah, I said the wrong thing, but I because my brain always wants to say trailblazer, yeah, and no, then I, I, have to, the middle, I have to change it back to trailbreaker, and then I get like, nope, sir, bla- that is a truck. Yes, it's it's uh, please welcome to trail only OnlyFans. No, anyway, <laughs> um <laughs> no, <laughs> it, it, this was an interesting episode. Like, it's not. I don't think it's bad. Again, it's just kind of like a crazy plot, but there's some good action, uh, you know, good distribution of characters. I had fun with it. Honestly, all three of these, I think, were fairly decent. And like I said, I really feel like we're over that hump. I would say, what would you say? The first five or so episodes of season two are kind of meh. But then um, we're starting to hit a stride. So I'm, yeah. I'm kind of enjoying it. Because, like, what was the first one we watched? The Autobot run? Yeah, especially with the ACOM animation. That one's not so great. But uh, these last two I thought were perfectly good. Yeah. So next time we will be watching episode 26, Enter the Nightbird. Episode 27, A Prime Problem. And episode 28, The Core, which is our last ACOM episode. So (laughs) after next time we'll be free of ACOM. But, uh yeah, I think they'll be fun. I think it's going to be some good episodes. I kind of remember the core being a fun premise, even if the animation is not so great. So we'll see how that goes. I don't really remember Nightbird at all, except that they always try to, like, give us repaints of toys into Nightbird over and over and over again. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Um yeah, so that's going to do it for this. Did you have anything else you wanted to add before we wrap up the review?
1: Nope. Not a memorable time, but a fun time.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're not crazy poignant, but, you know, it's G1. There's good fun to be had. I mean, when you're cranking out 65 episodes a year, I mean, what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> some are going to be fun. Some are going to be less than fun. and Some will be downright terrible, but none of these were downright terrible, so I'm I'm happy with that. So let's see. Did we have any emails or anything like that? Any communication uh, we, not that I know of? Yeah, I don't think we had any tweets or anything either. I'll have to double check. But um, if you want to follow us on Twitter, it is at Teletran Fun. So T E L T R A A N F uh, U N on Twitter. You can tweet at us. Uh, we use that to tweet out the episode links when they go live, and also, um, you know any news we can talk about or get excited about, let's like talk on there as well. Send us an email. We'll probably read it on the show. Um, I don't really use anything besides Twitter, though. I didn't didn't do Facebook for this one because it's not that great.
1: Absolutely correct. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, shoot tell them where they can find you on the internet.
1: You can find me on Twitter at Collector Shuki, and that's currently it.
0: <laughs> there you go. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at CLong83. That's the letter C L-O-N-G 83 on Twitter. Uh, my YouTube page is youtube.com slash Long's Toys and then I'm at Long's Toys on Facebook, Instagram, Twitch. Um, pretty much anything else just at Long's Toys. is the only thing I couldn't get Long's Toys and I was really bummed. Um, yeah, that's going to do it for us so I apologize that I don't really have a good segue here. I'm just going to say that we're about ready to be done here, but tune in next time for episode 10. We'll be watching those next episodes, and part A will be the commentary, part B will be the review. Until then, transform and roll out.